Alright! <laughs> we are, uh, we're mostly back. Almost back. Mike will be back here shortly. We're going to, uh, head into the, uh, beginning of the next hour here. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. And, yeah, yeah. uh, Mike, alright? Alright, alright. Alright. Well, we're going to kick things off, um... Just as we uh, normally would, like to thank everybody for joining us once again. Um, uh, we are coming live at you, live to you, at you live, <laughs> from Denver, Colorado. It's the Dude Man Podcast. My name is Frank. With me always. You can say it's, uh, you can say it's straight from God's mouth. <laughs> You're here. <laughs> we got Mike from Chicago, Illinois. Um, Mike, how are we doing? Better than ever. Better than ever. Um, any thoughts on what we have to say? Feel free to comment on Twitter at Frank at Dude Man under slash or underscore podcast. Mike, uh, how can anyone in the Dude Man Nation reach you? Mike at Dude Man Podcast One on Twitter. Please, I need the support. I'm getting attacked every day by the left. <laughs> it, you have gained quite a few supporters in the process, so uh, it's very impressive. You're a warrior out there, Mike, a Twitter warrior. You can also reach us uh, on a more fair playing ground on Gitter at Frank at Dude Man Podcast and Dude Man Mike at Dude Man Mike on Gitter. Also, be sure, please, to check out our daily clips on YouTube. You get some shareable uh, video content of our podcast for you and all your friends, family, and uh, other Dude Man podcast listeners out there. Uh, we got a great rest of the show uh, planned for you. We were earlier. We were just kind of discussing CNN and kind of going down the uh, what's kind of dominating the rest of the news, which is basically CNN and uh, Joe Rogan and all that uh, nonsense. Um, but uh, should we kick it off with another on the docket intro, Mike? Oh man, I love your it. new fave. That was so funny. It was your so funny. Your new fave. It's yeah. on the docket <laughs> with your host, Mike and Frank. <laughs> That's right. We're coming at you with on the docket. Oh yeah. Mike and Frank, we are. Dissecting the news, essentially, as we always do. We try to get through as many clips as we can, but we never make it through most of them. (laughs) And and I can't promise we're always going to be correct, but we're more accurate than Brian Stelter. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) And we have better sound quality than Jon Stewart. So that's got to count for something. Yeah, Jon Stewart. Come on the show. We'll teach you a thing or two about yeah, we'll a little something. about production, bro. What's going on in here, dude? And speaking of Stelter, let's just jump right into it. Our favorite, uh, whatever, I don't even know what to call this guy. Is he the head uh, journalist there? What's his deal? I don't know what his, his deal is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they have fired so many people at this point. It's just Stelter. <laughs> it's, literally, it's literally World War One, where you entered battle a private and you came out a general because everybody, <laughs> everybody else died. <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to have the sound boom guy just like sitting at the desk reporting the news. He's the only one that didn't rape anybody. <laughs> oh, even even Don Lamone, bro, he's going away. Is he really now? Oh my yeah, god. He's on, he's on trial for raping a fucking bartender. I don't dude. believe that for a second. Get out of here. Seriously? Oh, oh, the Mr. Moral himself, Don Lamone. Yeah, dude. He fucking uh they were trying I guess they were trying to keep it hush hush cuz I never heard nothing about it. 
but apparently they were, they were trying to keep it. They were they didn't want a jury trial, but I guess it's going to a jury trial. Wow, which means all the facts are going to come out, and you know, if some if somebody's got some skeletons in his closet, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you got a couple skeletons and and, and at least a couple ju- juicy smoulets. You know what I mean. <laughs> It's the truth. Oh man! All right. Well, uh, this is more. Um, this is more in our um, woke, go woke, go broke department. But uh, since we're just we're just cruising into the CNN world, and uh, we love the Stelter baby, so uh, we'll just we'll just cruise right into it. So the, uh, this past week, Castaway to the Cornfield was none other than Joe Joe Rogan. And uh, why? Well, Joe Rogan, apparently, after having some of his previous podcasts dug up, it seems that he's a racist. Yeah, it's a racist. He's a racist. He's a racist. The man. <laughs> Just like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, he's a racist. Okay. It's and so funny, dude. Dude, he... And he <laughs> yes, it is. It's funny because... <clears throat> dig up any material of any comedian you're gonna find so much inappropriate stuff that they probably say when they're at the early stages of their careers you know and yeah don't really and they're just trying to get cheap laughs or any podcaster who's just you know saying whatever and throwing back a few beers and not really thinking anyone's ever gonna <laughs> listen to the podcast <laughs> they had to go back they had to go back 12 years because like you said he's a podcast dude at that time, he didn't think anybody was ever going to listen. You're just right. fucking around with your buddies. You know what I mean? Like, come on, dude. Yeah, honestly. Uh, that's He was just <laughs> hanging out with his best friends, making jokes, having a good time. Never thought he would be under the spotlight that he is now. And uh, clowns like Brian Stelter feel like it's their duty to the American public to expose these white supremacists like joe rogan (laughs) controversial podcast host joe rogan going on the offensive rogan is dismissing the furor over his past use of a racial slur and he's playing the victim card in a lot of ways like all this is a relief because it's like just because that that video had always been out there (laughs) right it's like this is a political hit job and so they're taking all this stuff that i've ever said that's wrong and smushing all together right it's good because it makes me address some that I really wish wasn't out there. Joining us yeah. now, CNN chief media correspondent Brian Stelter, who, of course, is He's got a great point. Like, the only thing I could think of when I saw the N word video, the, you know, the infamous N word right, video. Right, right. This asshole, I mean, this, this, I love Joe Rogan. I mean, this motherfucker's been on the radio, he's been on the TV, he's been on everything for like 20 years, yeah. bro, since I was a little kid. For dude. sure, for sure. And the worst thing you could come up with, the worst thing you could come up with was a three-minute montage of him using the N, not even three minutes, it was like one-minute montage of him using the N-word in different scenarios where he never called anybody the N-word. Like, There's dude, context to the conversation. Oh, but dude, if you followed me around with a camera for 20 years... <laughs> you know, I couldn't show my face in public. 
I had a microphone in your face for three months, and we had to delete half of it, Mike. Half of what I said, yeah. And it's not just because of not, it's not just because of the black people. It's because of everybody: the blacks, the Asians, the whites, the Jews. We're all know, assholes. It doesn't matter what Italians. your ethnicity is, you know. <laughs> Oh, I've said shit about everybody, you know? <laughs> so, well, let's let's hear what Brian Stelter has to uh, say about this. Reliable sources. What God. do you think of, of his going on the offense? Well, almost everything these days is political. So, yes, there's a liberal group with ties to a Democratic super PAC that did help make this video of Rogan go viral last week. But the video is of Rogan. He's not claiming it was doctored. He really did use the N-word, not once or twice, but many times in the past. So he can look at the, the roots of this and say, well, they're trying to make noise about me because they don't like me politically. They're trying to take me out. But he also has to own the words he used. And to his credit, he does. Um, uh, he seems genuine about his apology. I don't, I don't have any reason to doubt that. Uh, I think he should recognize he's operating in an environment where he thinks there are no rules, no standards, nothing. But he's working for a giant company, Spotify, where there's incredible pressure on Spotify right now. Not from liberal critics, not from politicians, but from its own employees. That's the interesting part of the story to me. The employees are in revolt against Rogan, and we will find out if any subscribers are canceling as a result. So I would say this story is not over, not by a long shot. The fuck is he talking about? Yeah, dude, what are you talking about? Seriously. These people live in a, an alternate reality. <clears throat> We've talked about this many times, but each facet, you know, each like little corner of this re- reality is... Really, really weird, man. I don't know how to figure it out. I don't know where they're coming from. I mean, what did he even really say there? I don't even get what he's like. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) He he didn't say anything. He said nothing. You guys—that's what I'm trying to say. You guys all have this way of talking without really taking a stance, and like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, he's. he's, You want to? Yeah. No, no, I, I think it's can, a... Can you play that Brian Stelter part one more time? Um, yeah. Controversial it, it podcast might play from the beginning. Joe Rogan going on the offensive. <laughs> Rogan is dismissing the Fuhrer over his past it, use of a... Here's the thing. When you have a podcast and you don't have a lot of production mm-hmm. availability, like all this is a you sometimes have to just re-listen to some of the stuff over. You just got to re-listen. <laughs> it's okay. It's like, this is a political <laughs> But because Joe had a very good taking point. all this stuff that I've ever said that's wrong and smushing it all together. Right. But it's good because it makes me address some that I really wish wasn't out there. Joining us now, CNN chief media correspondent Brian Stelter, who, of course, is also the host of Reliable Sources. What do you think of, of his going on the offense? Well, almost everything these days is political. So, yes, there's a liberal group with ties to a Democratic super PAC that did help make this video of Rogan go viral last week. But the video is of Rogan. He's not claiming it was doctored. He really did use the N-word, not once or twice, but many times in the past. So he can look at the, the roots of this and say, well, they're trying to make noise about me because they don't like me politically. They're trying to take me out. But he also has to own the words he used. And to his credit, he does. Um, uh, he seems genuine about his apology. I don't, I don't have any reason to doubt that. Uh, I think he should recognize he's operating in an environment where he thinks there are no rules, no standards, nothing. See, he's working for a giant company. I had to listen to it again because, like, <laughs> I know. You're trying to just eliminate the whole, like, Joe Rogan's whole point was this was a hit job on him. And he's kind of glad it's over with because it was obviously coming sooner or later. And it, you know what I mean? And Brian Stelter, you're not addressing the point. You're just like, well, yeah, these people got this video and they did a hit job. But Joe Rogan needs to own his words. 
He did own his words. And that's yes. why he's saying... <clears throat> and that's why now he's saying, I'm glad this happened because now it's... You know what I mean? Like, Yes. Brian, Brian Stelter, are you being stupid here? Or are you just... I mean, what is going on? That's, what I, that's why I, like, I didn't really understand it the first time around. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, Brian Stelter's a big, fat baby. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but you're telling the guy, like, own the words. He did. And that's why he's saying he's glad it's over with. So what is your point, Brian Stelter? You know what I mean? He did own them. Yeah. He owned them more than any of your fucking people. Right. You know? Yeah, totally. I, you, he, literally, <laughs> you literally have guys right now who raped a bartender, and they're trying to hide it. <laughs> and that's why they don't want it to go to a trial. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes, I do. And what I think is happening here is Brian Stelter. Okay. The larger picture in my mind with Brian Stelter versus Joe Rogan is wokeism has now reached its peak. This is, this is the Zenith and we're at the top of the roller coaster and we are now free falling. Okay. We've gone over that hump. Wokeism is a joke at this point. And I think Joe Rogan I'll say this. I give credit to Aaron Rodgers for essentially killing COVID. <laughs> and I give credit to Joe Rogan for ending wokeism. I really do. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I think he did and prove. What's happening here and what we're seeing in real time is institutions, wokeism became institutionalized and they tried to push it onto our culture that way. And... Um, counterculture broke away and said no thanks and now woke being woke is part of the machine you know and who wants to be part of the the machine but that's where blm and being woke is now you know know, i don't mean to interrupt you here but dude and that is why i'm so fucking furious about the rock because you know what was really beautiful about this moment (laughs) <laughs> was you had a ton, a ton of famous black actors, black fighters, black scientists, you know, who, who know Joe Rogan, who, you know, right. and, or people who just listen to his shit and they went out there and they, those guys were like, no, listen, he said the word, I don't like it, but he's not racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you had a lot of like, especially like the older black actors and stuff. They're like, dude, I remember real racism. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like Joe, Joe Rogan's not racist. You know what I mean? Re- real racism is you can't come on my show. I don't care. You're the number one scientist. You're black. That's racism. You know? You know what I mean? A fucking comedian having a couple of whiskeys and and talking about rap lyrics with his buddies. That's not racism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they want it to be. They want, but that. that's why the narrative is falling apart is because of the people that stood by Joe Rogan, and that's why I hate people like The Rock. Oh, oh my God, bro- hey brother, hey brother, I didn't see that video. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to. Oh brother, my eyes are open. I am woke. Thanks, buddy. Now I'm gonna disavow Joe Rogan. He's the worst. Go for the Rock, you fucking pussy, dude. Like he, especially now it's Black History Month. So all he's talking about is like Black History and all this and all this and everything. Dude, you, you should love people like Joe Rogan. He gives platforms. You know what I mean? If you're a <laughs> if, if you're a if you're a white kid, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're a white kid, uh, like if you're a white kid living you know in the middle of nowhere and you've never been exposed to like rap music or anything, right? Right. But you know Joe Rogan, and then he has Snoop Dogg on. 
you know, now you're getting the views of Snoop Dogg, who really before you just kind of thought of him as like a dumb rapper from Compton. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Joe Rogan has done more for black people than any politician out there or any asshole that fucking went against him. Andrew Yang. Yeah, go fuck yourselves, dude. All you people. Yeah. Andrew Yang. Um, he is a fair weather fan. And he was Democrat when it was hip. Now it's not hip to be Democrat. And he kind of was, uh, you know, savvy to that really early on. So he created the forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he knew where the wind was blowing before most Democrats did. So he kind of jumped ship, created his own phony little forward party. It's nothing and it's bullshit. It's, you know what I mean? It, it, I think it was just yeah. his kind of off-ramp from the Democrats so he doesn't go down with the sinking ship over the next few years and salvage. You know, he could kind of Bernie Sanders his way out of this a little bit, you know? And I think that was the whole point of his thing and and dude look he's like um he's one of those characters in the movie you know where all all these guys are dying and they're getting killed by this bad guy like in the mummy you know and uh then this one guy starts showing all the different religious artifacts and then the mummy finally saves his life because he's now the slave because he was speaking in Jewish. Yeah, he, he went through all the languages yes. and then he got to Hebrew and that's, he's like, oh, yeah. you're a slave. And then he made it. That was so yeah, funny. That's yeah, that's Andrew Yang politically. Yeah. He just kind of <laughs> scrolls through all the symbols and whatever hits. He's just like, yeah, yeah, that's me, right? Yeah, you want $1,000 a month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send you 1000 bucks a month. Yeah. Oh, it didn't, it didn't work. It didn't work. No, no, fuck that. No, no, <laughs> that's socialist. I'm not into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, no. I give it to the cops. Is yeah, yeah. No, no, defund them. I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's, he's, just Andrew Yang's a, he's like a I don't know he's a sponge you know I, he's just nothing he's nothing that's why I I, I don't know I this whole <laughs> this whole defend Joe Rogan or don't defend him and now he's a racist he's also anti-vaxxer they they just tried so trans yeah and that dude john stewart backed up joe rogan you know and I, well he had to because he needs more viewers he, <laughs> that's right see john stewart john stewart was smart he sat back he waited for like cnn and all of them he's like okay their viewership went down let me back joe <laughs> well and have you seen the daily show it's horrible man Oh my God! I'm so glad you brought that up, dude. What happened to the Daily Show, bro? Go it woke, is... go broke, Mike. I'm t- <laughs> no, dude, they had to go so hardcore. Like yeah, everything is terrible. just racist. Just, America's the most racist place in the world. I would love for somebody to break down compared to other countries how we're the most racist country. <laughs> Hell, I what gets me about the Daily Show now? Every time a clip of them or of Trevor Noah comes up, it's always him essentially preaching to his viewer base, who I don't know who it is now. Yeah, but, four people. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. seriously, John Stewart was everywhere, and every age group was watching his show. What age group now is Trevor Noah's Daily Show targeted towards? I really couldn't tell you, and he's always just preaching a bunch of kind of nonsense and it's it's woke nonsense and to be honest at this point dude wokeism and being woke makes no sense it never did in the beginning but at this point it's um they've consumed so much of themselves with it 
you know, they've eaten their own so many times that now they're <clears throat> they're going after Joe Rogan, who like we've talked about, he's a Bernie guy. Like you well, know, dude, like, I what don't are know you what, doing? What, what the whole woke thing is like. I, what happened? Where it was like, like gay people were. You know, at first it was like, okay, we're gay, we want equal rights, right? right? Yeah, and then they got it, and then like, well, we want to get married. All right, we got it. Now we got trans. Okay, well, that's just going to fall into the category with gays. So you got everything. You got it. Sure. No, we want you to call us a different name. Okay. All right. All right. You got it. Like, you know what I mean? All right. The the problem is we keep giving in. So they have to keep fighting for something, you know. Now I want to be able to join the army and have rainbow hair. Uh, Fine. Fine. I don't know how far are we going to go with this. You know what I mean? That's really that's a great observation. What the problem is, we keep giving in, and then and when you keep giving in, they keep going like, okay, well, you know, well, okay, well, now all the trans, all the people who believe they're cats, and all the people that believe they're dogs, they're good. What about the three people in America that believe they're hamsters? You know, it's like, <laughs> all right, I guess we'll go for another pronoun, hamster. Uh, and one of them's uh, definitely you know? a secretary in Joe Biden's administration. I'm sure. <laughs> <You know? laughs> It's definitely a congressionally appointed position. I guarantee you. Uh, Dude, do you get what I'm saying? It's like now you have to go small. It's so crazy. Like you guys are fighting for nothing. You you already have all the rights. You know what I mean? You already have all the rights. Here's here's my problem. Like that was my whole problem with the BLM thing. And when when all these all these like politicians, these these Democrats, like black people are oppressed. Are they? (laughs) Where? Show me a black person that's oppressed, and and we'll find him a lawyer. You know what I mean? We're gonna get him a lawyer. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Right. Look, Brian Flores thought he experienced racism, so it's going to court because this is America, and it's not legal to be racist. You know what I mean? Right. Like, You're right. Yes. Yeah. You know how I know racism doesn't really exist like you guys are saying it exists? Because if it did, you would be opening up lawsuits. You would be taking it to court. You know who did that? Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? They, they would, you know, you weren't allowed to sit at a, you weren't allowed to sit at a counter, right? So what did they do? They went and sat at a counter. They got arrested, and then they took it to the Supreme Court. You can't do that nowadays because it doesn't exist. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the whole fucking. That's that's what fucking killing me about this thing. The reason your racist card is not working is because it doesn't really exist, and people know it. It worked. It worked during the Obama age, right? And then a little bit, you know, now you said Trump was racist. Okay, so you won an election off of it. But the reason you're losing black voters now is because they're looking around their communities and they're like, holy shit, maybe it's not the white guy bringing me down right now. You know what I mean? Like, they're starting to notice you're fucking full of shit. Nina Turner is running for fucking Senate in Ohio, right? Is she she actually... Absolutely. And wow. she keeps running. She keeps running on. The, she keeps put, posting these things about Cle- Cleveland. We're the worst in education. Cleveland. <laughs> we're the we're this and that. Cleveland is nothing but poor black people because America. The, Democrats have been in charge of Cleveland <laughs> in every aspect since the early 90s. OK, yeah. so maybe they don't need more of you black Democrats. OK, maybe what you need is somebody to come in with a conservative view that's going to bring in conservative values. That's going to enforce laws and clean up the fucking city, bring in businesses, bring in industries. You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to preach. 
Hey, I'm all in. I mean, we're... Do you get what I'm saying, though? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong on any of that. Like, you guys are missing the boat. You are missing the fucking boat here. Democrats are in a bad way right now, Mike. They really are. I mean, have you uh, seen Abrams maskless with the kids or uh, Newsom with oh, Magic Johnson? Yeah, I, was, I wanted to bring <laughs> Abrams up. Dude, I was going to bring up Abrams earlier. Uh, They're in damage two, control, man. No, dude, who did you say? You said somebody ended COVID, but I was going to say, no, the two people that ended COVID were Magic Johnson. <laughs> Gavin Newsom? It was, no, it was Magic Johnson and Stacey Abrams. You know, who would have thought Magic Johnson started AIDS but, but ended but COVID? Ended COVID. <laughs> Like seriously, actually, he ended he ended AIDS because now he like cured it himself. His blood is the cure, I think. I believe you're onto now, something with that. Yeah. Now that I think about it, fuck Anthony Fauci. Somebody hire Magic Johnson. He just ended COVID. <laughs> he ended COVID and AIDS before Fauci could. You know what I mean? <laughs> he ended COVID with just two pictures. That's it was thing. it was literally in one week time, like less than seven days. We had the Abrams with the kids, which I I, I think. Oh. Oh, that photo ended COVID, no doubt. That was um, what you've never seen. The, you know the saying, uh, a picture says a thousand words? Yes. Dude, those pictures wrote novels. <laughs> <laughs> those pictures are the encyclopedia entitled 2020 to 2022. Like, it just summed up two years of American history right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, Jesus yeah. Abrams maskless, sitting with the children, disgusting. And then I think days before that or after, I can't remember the exact timeline. You had Newsom with Magic Johnson at the uh, football game. <laughs> yep. Magic Johnson, you don't get more immunocompromised than a guy the like Magic Johnson. A- the oldest AIDS patient in America. <laughs> you don't top that when it comes to immunocompromised. He's had so. AIDS longer than anybody. He's had AIDS longer than AIDS has been around. I don't know how it's possible. Like, what? And Come dude, on, month man. out, every, every three or four months, give it up for Newsom. He tops his worst moment when it comes to rules are for thee. <laughs> Not for me, dude. It's like you, we all thought that oh French laundry God. was going to be you know, the pinnacle of his stupidity. No, no, no. no, no. no. You know, a year later, he's going to film himself after instituting mask mandates to children. Yeah, He's going to be maskless with an AIDS patient at a football game. <laughs> and, then you, and, then, and then tell you two weeks later, you have to mask up at a football game. <laughs> yeah. The same stadium. Yeah, same stadium. Masked up, masked up today. That's what they're gonna dude, do. <laughs> what the fuck? No, dude. Uh, you know Adam Carolla always said that shit about the Lions. Yes, and, and, yes. And, 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 and it never really made sense to me a hundred percent. Except Gab, Gab, that is Gavin Newsom, bro. The lion sleeps in the middle of the Serengeti, just wherever it was. (laughs) The the fucking lions are tired. They lay down and they go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody's going to touch them. You know what I mean? And that is Gavin Newsom. He just, he goes out there and does whatever he wants and then tells you what to do because nobody's going to touch him. You know what I mean? He's the lion, um, yeah, just hanging out. Enjoying his maskless experience at the football game. Yeah. No, no, you can't eat meat. We're going to eat the meat. (laughs) (laughs) And in the same week, did you see the uh, picture of uh, Obama with his help around him? 
Oh yeah, man, the help was around him. Oh yeah, the. Do you know what he's doing? Where the picture was? He's having a mansion built. Obama's having a mansion in, uh, built in, uh, I think Honolulu, somewhere in Hawaii, right on the coast. You know that same coast that's gonna rise and whatever. I don't know what they keep saying. Ten years. Yeah, how high, and, how high up is it? Because the ocean's <laughs> rising, right? That's yeah. You know all this global warming that warming. is gonna cause all this <laughs> destructive damage on these coastal cities. <laughs> yeah. You know these these leftist elites. They sure do like their mansions on the coast. I don't, I don't see any of you <laughs> building mansions in Omaha. Yeah, <laughs> where you predict the water level is gonna rise to. No, no, no. Obama, he's standing there overseeing his mansion on the coast of Hawaii. Uh, You know, and they're outside, and his help, oh, yeah, you bet they're masked. They got that muzzle. Well, Frank, you see, it's a volcano. Grows three centimeters a year. Should be good. (laughs) Obama, dude. That was my best Obama. That's fantastic. It's right on the money. I thought I was. I thought he was here, in the moment. <laughs> so yeah, he Obama and his help. They're hanging out. He's not wearing a mask. They're building his mansion on the coast, so that way you know he could watch the destruction of the world. And yeah. uh, you know, no mask for Obama, of no course. Mask. mask for the help. You well, know. Frank, he's clean. He's he's an elite. They don't have disease. That's right. The rats have the disease, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the rats are vaccinated and diseased, and Obama's uh, took ivermectin, probably. <laughs> 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 Which is the truth. <laughs> and, 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 and fucking uh, monoclonal antibodies every six months, and that's why he never <laughs> even caught it. I know, it's unbelievable, man. It's well, unbelievable. It's crazy. It's the crazy. elitism has has taken a hold, and and they won't stop going after. Uh, dude, I don't give a fuck about the goddamn bridge that they're gonna take down for Jeff Bezos' uh, yacht. If he's got the money, God, <laughs> God bless him. Go do it. Oh, Can we worry about something else here? <laughs> you know what I, mean? like, I don't care about the fucking bridge, and I really don't care about the fucking yacht. Okay. Can we, we worry about the crime that's going on well in the man that's de- dude dems the democrats in de- damage control and uh, you know are is it too late is it too late right now are we looking at a point where the republicans are just in full domination in the fall over the midterms and yes. which totally makes biden lame duck and you know i'm more interested to be honest on what's happening locally like locally here in colorado it's looking really bad for the Democrats. I told you guys that we were one of the first places to kind of stop mandating stuff as far as a purple or blue-ish state goes. And then yeah. uh, it started, the writing on the wall started looking like uh, we're kind of more purple. And then in the last month or so, the way the mandates just evaporated across the board, except for Boulder County, uh, we're... It's gone red again here in Colorado, in my opinion. It's pretty obvious. Oh, and- dude, it's obvious the policies didn't work. I meant to send you the article. You weren't kidding. They're pushing for $18 minimum wage now. That's because nuts. Because they got 15 Yes. And now with inflation, it doesn't. 15 is is not enough. 15 is the new 7 bucks, man. Yeah. And that's how dude. inflation works. That's how inflation works. And it's places like Boulder and California. You know what I mean? Like... It wasn't hyperbole 
when they were saying the policies that the Biden administration was suggesting during election season, these policies were going to lead us to what happened in Venezuela, where you're walking to the grocery store with your wheelbarrow of cash because it's fucking worthless, man. I tried to explain it to this guy. Uh, I, I'm telling you, man, I can, you will not believe how many young younger guys are. They they believe in communism. It's unbelievable. That, you really... could thank public education for that. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> but me and this guy, oh, dude, he was telling me about how like uh, raising the minimum wage doesn't change the price of the cheeseburger, right? And I was trying to explain to him. I said, "All right, right." I said, "Right now, right, right now, cheeseburger six dollars, right?" You're paying the guy six dollars an hour, so I gotta sell one cheeseburger to pay his salary every hour, right? Because <laughs> right. he's cooking it. That's fine. I sell one cheeseburger, I pay his salary. I sell one cheeseburger, I pay the cashiers, right? Right. Then the rest goes towards overhead and then paying, you know, everything else. Yep. Okay, yeah. that's doable. You raise that shit to eighteen dollars an hour. I gotta sell three cheeseburgers that hour <laughs> just to fucking pay for the guy that's flipping the burger. Now I gotta sell another three cheeseburgers to fucking pay for the cashier to take the money. Then I gotta if I'm paying three, if I'm paying three cheeseburgers for the guy flipping the burger, how many cheeseburgers am I paying for the manager? Right now I'm paying. I gotta I gotta sell eight cheeseburgers just to pay the manager for that hour. You know what I mean? I'm up to like thirty cheeseburgers an hour. I gotta sell <laughs> just to cover my cost of wages. I haven't even gotten into the cost of the cheeseburger <laughs> materials. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is how, don't tell me that's not how it works. That's exactly how it works. That's economy 101. That's, that's literally how it works. That's how it works. If I got to pay you $18 an hour, I got, I got to charge $18 for this cheeseburger. How many cheeseburgers am I going to sell in an hour? You know? Exactly. That's exactly and how, it. And, and how much are you fucking worth if you're flipping a cheeseburger? Well, <laughs> I got to, I got to, I'm 40 and I got a family of three. You should have moved up by now. You should have moved up from the fryer. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> you know, I was 17 and I moved up from the fryer in in, in three months. You know what I mean? Mike, you're right on the money. Here in Colorado, the King Supers guys went on strike. They didn't get much sympathy. It it didn't really work the way they had hoped or planned. And the reason is, they kind of built up this fallacy in their minds over the last year and a half that they were heroes. That they were frontline workers, yes. and that was bullshit. It was bullshit to sell a political agenda and for Big Pharma to sell their fucking yeah. shot, okay? Yeah, they nobody were really cares about you. No. Nobody cares about you. You're and, a fucking grocery stocker. Nobody cares about you. Yes. Back in the day, and by that I mean 2019, before the pandemic, you know, if you worked in a grocery store, it wasn't a career opportunity. And it still isn't, and it shouldn't be, you know. It shouldn't be. You you should be working at the grocery store and then taking night classes, or you know, taking some training at a uh, technician school or something. You should be learning something else or trying to advance your life. And look, the yeah, grocery store is a job it for. Could, it's a job for it people who can't stone. work. Do you know what I'm saying? But, no, but it could be a stepping stone. Maybe you just need to start. You know, you need a starting place. So maybe you start. Yes. But, if Stepping you're not stone. moving up, and you know, if you're there three years, you haven't moved up. All right, well, now it's time to take that experience and go to another, go, go somewhere else and try to move up. Try it's, to move up, Mike. It's the same with server. If you're a server, you're not supposed to be a career server. Right. You're just not. Right. Sorry, no. you're not. 
bartender server yeah it's not it's a tough gig you should only be really doing it you know at a certain age move on you know do you know how crusty and unenjoyable that like 55 year old bartender is you know what i'm saying even when they hit no even when they hit 40s you got the guy who's 40 he's wearing like the fucking jinko shorts you're like dude he's like 43 and you're like dude you know everybody else has the shirt tucked in but he doesn't have it tucked in because you know he's he's still too cool like dude, you're 45 you're not cool tucking the fucking shirt haven't you learned your fucking lesson god damn it the jankos <laughs> yeah, when yeah. have jankos been brought up yeah <laughs> you remember the jinko shorts oh yeah well they were shorts, but they were essentially pants uh, as far as how long they went down. They, like, they went down to your ankles. They technically weren't pants because they touched the top of the shoe, but they didn't cover the shoe. <laughs> because the pants not only covered the shoe, they dragged behind you like four feet. <laughs> Remember the Jenko pants and then like the shoe would like rip a groove in the back? Yeah, the pants, they definitely yeah, they dragged like a, it would <laughs> like a dress almost. <laughs> Dude, we all walked around looking like we had elephant feet. <laughs> <laughs> Half pachyderm. That was the 90s. <laughs> Those are the days. There's no looks yeah. anymore. You notice that? Like, uh, there's. I, I feel like there's a ton of different looks now all at once happening, but there's no, like, oh, one main God. look going on that, like, all the kids are kind of, you know, doing. Like even the yeah, like the the women, you're like, like it's not attractive. What's going on with with a lot of this? What's going? On? I I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I think I feel what you're saying as far there's like a, as there's like um, an age. There's like an age group right now that's like doing this thing. I would say like the mid twenties. Well, there's two things 20s. going on. One thing which I have been harping on for a long time, which is this bizarre current belief that big is beautiful. I'm sorry. It's just uh, you got to, uh, you know. Yeah, it's not beautiful. I'm not beautiful. I'm fat. I'm fat. I have a fucking beer belly. I'm I just, like, I, I just don't beautiful. find uh, Lizzo to be uh, this, um, you know, woman I'm questing over. You, or you know, I, I don't want, I don't want to like. I don't know. Hundred percent honest with you. Can I be hundred percent honest with you? Because I just listen to podcasts. I really don't watch a lot of like news stuff. Right. Yeah. I actually have no idea what Lizzo looks like. I just know from what I've heard all the time on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and like same thing with like Adele. Like I have no idea what Adele yeah. actually looks like, but huh. I, I think she's she's skinny now, but used to be fat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Adele is kind of like a Anthony Anderson circa two thousand four. <laughs> uh, if you could like wrap, wrap your head on that one, he was a large man back then. I don't know if yeah. you remember. Uh, so she's. I, 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 like, I can't before. picture like those are people I cannot picture in my head at all. But like, and I'm look, like, I'm not trying to be mean. By the way, when I compare Lizzo to uh, 2004 Anthony Anderson or what you know, I can't remember. What I think is, is we shouldn't be celebrating unhealthy eating habits or unhealthy lifestyles. You know, right? It just shouldn't be. We're not out there celebrating alcoholism. You know, we're, you know what I'm saying? Well, we are, dude. That's well, we kind of are, actually. Now that we are, it, yeah. dude. That's literally all we did for two years of the pandemic. We shut down gyms, kept the liquor stores open, <laughs> right. the weed stores, and we're like, oh, my God, this is how I'm a wine mom now. <laughs> I, just drink wine, I drink wine during the day, and then martinis at night. <laughs> like, dude, you guys are crazy. Yeah, well, and maybe 
maybe you're right. And so maybe the Lizzo world, the, the biggest beautiful world, maybe, well, maybe this is American society. Maybe that's what we're just going to have to live with. I don't know. I think it's a huge part of the problem, to be totally honest. I think it's... Oh, what- absolutely. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. You know who didn't die was, like, skinny, healthy people <laughs> of, of COVID. You know? <laughs> right. You know what I kept telling Nona throughout the whole thing? No. For two years, I've been telling Nona, look at Ralph. He's older than you. He's your older cousin. Look at Ralph. The guy never stopped. You know what I mean? He never stopped doing what he was doing. He was mad that he couldn't go to the cafe for two months at the very beginning of the pandemic when they shut down. After that, that cafe opened up and he was there all the time with his buddies. You know what I mean? It was like, I was like, man, because he's healthy. It's all about being healthy. They literally, sh- they, sh- they literally, <laughs> this virus only killed fat people, right? Old and... Fat. fat, unhealthy people. Yes. If you were fat and unhealthy, it killed you. So what did they do? They said, okay, everybody, we're going to lock you in your house, <laughs> drink booze, and order fast food. <laughs> and then in two years, you should be healthy, or you should be un- fat and unhealthy, and then you'll die from Omicron, the even weaker version <laughs> of the virus. And then... That's literally, you know, <laughs> literally what happened. Then we're going to put Lizzo in a leotard on Women's Health Magazine <laughs> and say, this is what you should look like. <laughs> Like, dude, the funniest thing I'm telling you, I have no idea what that looks like, but I heard Adam Carolla's response to it, and I, that's all I can. That's, that's all I'm thinking about. It's not appealing. It's not a look. Yeah. And look, um, all of us have gone through phases where we're not healthy, where we're maybe a little overweight, maybe you know even underweight for some people. You know what I'm saying? But mostly people, we just stay. We get out of shape. You know, we lose shape. It's okay. It's fine. You know, it's you know. So it's good to pack on the winter pounds a little bit, you know, add a little meat there, a little warmth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's good. It's okay. It, it's not okay to be Lizzo and then put on a leotard and say, this is what's beautiful now, okay? Now we're just celebrating fatness and unhealth, unhealthy behavior, and we shouldn't. Just like with... Um, you think that's what it is? They're just like, they, this was like a... It's the same... It's, An unforeseen... They, they didn't expect this to happen, so now they have to normalize it. That's the same like, thing you know, with the trans movement. We can't... No, everybody's afraid to say, hey, you know, this is a tiny percentage of people in reality compared to the all of population, and we really shouldn't be celebrating something that, clinically speaking, has a high rate of suicide and has a high rate of depression and has a high rate of personality disorder. Yeah. Like, and... You know, maybe, maybe as a society, when it comes to fatness, we should be talking about eating healthy and exercising more often. Yes. And maybe when it comes to... Especially with kids, dude. Especially yeah, with kids. Absolutely. With kids. That's where it's all... If you're, yeah. if you're fat, if you're fat from the get, you're never going to get skinny, right? If you were yes. in shape in your 20s and then you gain some weight in your 30s, it's, you're going to be able to lose it. You know what I mean? And keep it off if you try. But, dude, if you're fat all the way up until you're, like, 40, and then you try to lose it's going to be so hard to lose it and almost right. impossible to maintain. Yeah, absolutely, you know? man. And I, I just – I think our society, we're just celebrating stuff, when in reality we should be like, hey, you know, this is, this is unhealthy. Maybe we should work on it and uh, try to look at some opportunities to change this path. You know, that should be the yeah. mentality – I, you know, 
I don't know. You're right. I didn't even really think about it when I said it earlier, but we do celebrate alcoholism. We're actually all about fucking being wasted and having a great time and not actually, oh, yeah. you know, it, it's it's really bizarre now that I think about it, you know. And you're not, you're not, Frank, drink beer. It's fine. And you're not fat. You got a fucking dad bod, bro. Bro, yeah, it's sexy, it's man. Yeah, sexy. That's hey, sexy eight, out of, eight out of ten women prefer a dad bod. That's so right. drink that Miller. Drink the Miller, dude. Come on. Go order fine. that Taco Bell. Come on now. It's delicious. Yeah, speaking of dad bods, uh, I think we got this pedophile on here. What's, oh, what's yeah. That? What's, with what's with that picture there, man? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Damn, you know, you look First like you're going to molest me. You're coming through the screen. <laughs> and molesting me with your eyes right now, dude. No, dude. That's just you being turned on by me. It's okay. Is that what that is? Oh, okay. That's what that is. You're, Sorry. You're concerned. Sorry. You're concerned yeah. because you're imagining my penis. Uh, and I was projecting my, homose- my homosexual feelings. Yes. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. It's, Sorry. It's abnormal. It's Sorry. Abnormal, it is abnormal. Please. It's also incestual, which is weird. Right. Which is okay. absolutely weird. I don't Sorry. condone it. Sorry. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. It was a compliment. Compliment. The best of, you know? No. Hey, you know what, guys? I wanted to mention here. You guys are talking about this, you know, fat people, and I, I don't mean to call you fat people, um, or or uh, hey, no, gay, gay. Not you. I mean, just in general, overweight. I should say, right? Um, gay people yes. or whatever. I think what what you might be missing here is disposable income. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, they the people that you just listed off are more likely to have more money to spend on whatever. So you would highlight that because you're that's what you're talking. You're not talking to me. I don't have any money. I'm straight. <laughs> I have a woman and children. And I'm straight plus wife plus children equals broke. Bro. That's pure math. I, yes. I'm yeah. in the process of a nuclear family. Yes. Right. That's what I am. And they're not talking to me. So if you're not, they're talking to you. They're talking to you. They want to sell you what they have, and right. you are obviously going to eat it. You've proved that. <laughs> yeah. Whether I whether I whether I sandwich a piece of rib meat in between two chicken patties and call it a sandwich, <laughs> you're gonna fucking eat it. So, no, you missed. That. I, I might eat it, but I can't afford it. It was bacon between so. the two. Uh, it was so good, dude. That shit was amazing. Yeah, I can't see. That was a good sandwich. Yeah. Sure. I, you know what, Mike? I would I would agree. But you got to buy it, and I didn't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> I bought the kids' meal. I bought two of them, and then I ate what was left over. Yeah, great point. Great point. Okay, and that's, so, and that's why uh, you're two inches taller, and I'm forty pounds heavier. <laughs> yeah, that's just how it works. Mate. Yeah. Uh, but you see what I'm saying, though. Disposable income, I believe, plays a role in who they're attempting to highlight and put up on a pedestal i never thought about that that's why you normalize it yeah that's a great right right that's a great point you don't want you don't want overweight people to feel ashamed of themselves you want them to go to the store and proudly purchase your item yeah dude you're so right because those are the guys that they'll go to make you're behind them in line at mcdonald's and they're ordering three meals for themselves you know what I mean? They're like, oh, I'll take two number threes and a number four. And you're like, dude, what? <laughs> Have some lie. respect. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> two, two meal, two for three meal, man. You buy two, you get the three. Why wouldn't I? Are you stupid? You're I like, have a sucker like, for the two first. They give me on the two first. <laughs> I guess I'm stupid. I'll have a daily double and a cup of water. 
you. That's it, really? Well, I get a daily double and a small fry. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, god damn. That's like, that's like nothing, bro. You only eat, you only eat 1,200 calories? What's wrong with you? I know, dude. I, know. I still feel like shit afterwards, too. Oh, that just comes with the food. Yeah, that's a Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. I never thought about that. That's a great point, though, because you're not going to order three meals if you don't have the, you know, expendable income. You're saving that money. You're going to order off the dollar menu, you know? Yeah, they already already have me in their pocket. It's called a Happy Meal. My kids know it by name. (laughs) When I go to Wendy's, they order a Happy Meal. When I go to Burger King, they order a Happy Meal. You see what I'm saying? They yeah, have it. Right. It's cornered. They it's have the such a corner. good name, dude. The Happy yeah. Meal. Of course it's a Happy Meal. A kid wants to be happy. Of course he wants the Happy Meal. Yeah. You want to order happiness? He doesn't want the kid's menu. He, he doesn't want to be a kid. He wants to be happy, you know? Yeah, I don't want to be ha- I don't want to be a kid. The kids being it sucks. I want to be sucks happy. Be kid. I want to be happy. Yeah, yeah. That's a great. They nailed it with the with the name. Yeah, but you get my point. They already have my money. My kids yeah. are telling me what to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're making you go to McDonald's. Yeah, right. right. The disposable income is really um, interesting point. There is this movement called the anti-work movement. Have you guys heard of this? It's on uh, no. like Reddit. No. It's this Reddit uh, thing. Is that, called, and... is, that, is that called the Southside Chicago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this the great the great homeless movement? Yeah, <laughs> essentially, it was this Reddit um, group. And one of the the head, like the moderators of it was on, uh, I can't really remember, like MSNBC or CNN or Fox News. They were interviewed on it, and they just made a total fool on the, of themselves, and the Reddit group uh, was, like, erased <laughs> like overnight. <laughs> and uh, anti-work apparently was this whole site dedicated to people bragging and posting about quitting their jobs and how we shouldn't work and all this stuff. It's a really weird it was probably some sort of, in my opinion, it was some sort of CIA kind of propaganda kind of thing. But, you know. No, it was a bunch of morons and it lasted three months and then they all ran out of money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They blew through well, their life savings. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I do wonder, Frankie, you make a good point. Like, sometimes this stuff is so, I don't know. It's contrived. It's, so it's, unbel- it's fake sounding. Yeah. It's weird. It feels like, like honestly, and I, I, this is just an example, but it's not some. Like I'm watching Justin Trudeau speak. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you look at him move around the room and you watch, he just feels unauthentic or inauthentic, whatever that is. It feels fake. He feels fake. Everything mm-hmm. he says feels wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I actually, but that's how I yeah. feel about so many situations where, yeah, there's a reasonable explanation, but something <laughs> don't feel right. Well, uh, Trudeau, his brother, I believe, maybe half brother. I I don't know the uh, actually half brother. Um, Trudeau's mom divorced Trudeau's dad and then married another super wealthy Canadian guy or whatever, and had kids with him. And so this is one of Trudeau's half brothers he was on a podcast a few days ago and he talked about how um trudeau is 100 percent under the employment essentially of the world economic forum and he takes all of his um speeches everything that he says his stance on everything is directed by them and he claims that uh he's he does not work for the Canadian people or the Canadian government, essentially. He was put in place there by this. Uh, that's why he, the Build Back Better thing, that's why he says it. Biden says it. Uh, 
Macron says it, you know, uh, what's her name? Mer- Merkel was using the same phrase in Germany. They're using Build Back Better in New Zealand. They're all part of the World Economic Forum. And uh, they're doing the same shit, man. COVID was part of their deal. I think it's obvious. And, you know, okay. his brother's even coming no, out I, and saying it. It's crazy. Have you Have you heard this recent claim that... And I didn't have time to actually fact check this, so I don't know. But I guess Trudeau basically said word for word, like a, a Hitler quote. Did you hear about this? Um, what was it? Because uh, actually, we played a clip it earlier wasn't... of Bill Maher talk quoting him, where he kind of essentially compared, you know, um all the unva- uh, the truckers and stuff and unvaccinated, or he was comparing unvaccinated people to essentially subhumans, you know. Okay, he basically says something like uh, these, I, I, I can't think of the wording, but apparently, according to what I read, yeah, uh, he basically says exactly, exactly what Hitler said word for word, in two sentences and then expands on it in his own words. Oh man, uh, I'm actually slightly familiar with what you're talking about. It was in a recent it might have even been that outdoor speech he made about the truckers, maybe. Am I right yeah, about that? I'm sorry. I wish I I wish I uh It you know, you don't have to be exact. You, you can even uh paraphrase and uh we, yeah. I'll I'll say it right before allegedly this is what he yeah, said. Right, right, right. Basically, he's, he, he basically said, like, like in, in a form that these people are, you know, they're wrong and what they're doing is wrong and they're standing in the way of progress. Uh, but the way he said it was, like, literally word for word. Exact, like he had read the speech earlier or something. <laughs> like, that's why it's hard for me to believe. Because <laughs> it, you're like, wait, dude, you're telling me that it was word for word if you translate German into English? You know, like... Really? Well, (laughs) there's a lot with Trudeau. It's really weird, man. I I feel like he's kind of a socialist or Marx or a communist, maybe. You know? But we're talking, I mean, he's going, he's literally like reading like Hitler before he goes to bed. (laughs) He might be, uh, he might have a copy of Mein Kampf next to his bedside table. Just just like Hitler's top hundred quotes. Yeah, you know, you know, he just, he just flickers through him, flips, flips through him every night. <laughs> it, it, some of it's inspirational, out of context, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I, firsthand. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm saying, like, I read it, and it, 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 what they were claiming is, and they had quotes around both of them. They're claiming word for word, and that to me is a little. I don't know. That's it's eerie. A it's a little it, eerie. <laughs> And I have actually checked on this before where they claim like Joe Biden said Stalin quotes or something. Um, and I guess a lot of those aren't true. Like they're not. Stalin didn't say that. Yeah. You know? uh, and then in some cases, Stalin didn't say it, but somebody just as bad did. You know, <laughs> you just might not know him. <laughs> and you're like, well, he still said it. But I mean, it's a. It's a it's a weird situation. Well, if you try and I'm look actually, up uh, anything with Trudeau and Hitler, it's basically what Bill Maher said on Friday, essentially like comparing his words to what Hitler said. That's kind of what's coming okay. up a lot. So I don't know. Yeah, 
that could be it. But I mean, they what that's what I'm saying. It was an article. You can never trust any of this stuff. That's why I don't. I try not to. I'm looking around for it right now. If I find it, I'll I'll let you know. You know, I mean, when it comes to that too, we were discussing earlier, like based on kind of what you're watching. We we were listening to a clip of NBC Nightly News, and uh, they were talking about. Uh, you know, the convoy and Trudeau shutting it down and bringing in the military potentially. And then they, uh, or I'm sorry, we were uh, listening to um, what was going on in Ukraine, sorry, and the military going in and all this stuff. And then they interview Zelensky, who's uh, president of Ukraine. And he's like, I don't know what's going on over there with your media. You know, <laughs> like it's, yeah, I don't yeah. know what you guys are hearing. And then with the Trudeau stuff, if you listen to one side, it's the truckers are, a small fringe minority of, you know, almost terrorists, depending on what you listen to. And then on the other side, they're, they're freedom convoy, you know, and they're freedom fighters and all this stuff. I, who yeah, do you yeah, listen yeah. to? And then now when you're talking to people yeah. just in every day, like you have to basically kind of watch what you say because even how you phrase a certain news event now kind of will indicate how you lean politically. It's kind of weird. Yeah, which it shouldn't matter. Like, I'm not a big political. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not in favor of claiming or like whatever registering as a right. as a whatever. I don't know anything really. Because in my opinion, you you really shouldn't come down hard on any side. You you should take each individual incident and look at it for what it is. You know. So well, when it comes to Trudeau's situation with the truckers, is it political in your mind? Uh, well, I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole lot. That's what I'm saying. You take this and you can look at it from both sides and clearly see there is a a huge economic effect, right? Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah. It's like 300, $3.8 million or whatever it is. 25% of U.S. imports come through the bridge there in Detroit. We're talking, they've probably affected billions of dollars. Absolutely. Right. So. Or at least a billion. I don't know about billions, but um, <laughs> uh, so that's not good, right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's not. It's affecting people's lives um, negatively. It is. So I, I understand if you're on the other side of that and you're just a guy who's trying to run a shop and you can't get your parts or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? And you can't. And you can't make money now, and now your family's suffering. Right. I get. I do get that. Um, but on the other hand, if you don't suffer, if you don't choose to suffer, you really there is no you really can't progress, right? You, uh-huh. it, it seems that way. It, it, to me, it seems that way historically. There needs to be some kind of trade off in order to move forward. Huh? Interesting. So I, without the it, pain, there's no progress. So it's, it's what we're dealing yeah, with. I mean, I, I'm sure I'm sure there's instances where that's not true. But I mean. If, from, well, we've waited by the sidelines here for two years, right? Yeah, we've let this all go on quietly, you know. Uh, yeah, my argument with the whole mask stuff, uh, the outrage here amongst the liberals uh, with the Denver mask thing ending, and even the vax thing ending, they're outraged and they can't let it go. And I, I just, <laughs> you know, it, my argument to them is. I dealt with your bullshit for two years. Now deal with mine. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> like and here it's comes not bullshit. You know? Yeah, but it, to them it's bullshit. So take it now, because I took oh. yours for two years. No, no, but that's why they're mad. They're oh. mad right now because they're ending the mandates. So they're pretty much admitting. The way they're ending these mandates, they're pretty much admitting, yeah, you guys are idiots. You should have never listened to us. This was bullshit. <laughs> yes. Because you know? nothing changed science. Nothing changed with the science. We're just ending the mandate. We're just ending them. Because you guys, because nobody's happy about them, so we're just going to end them. Like, what? If it was really a deadly virus, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah well, first, there'd be a lot more dead people. Yeah, 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 like like two years ago, dude. Yeah, they right. said, dude. Everybody forgets they with the reason we shut down. They said one to two million by the end of summer. That was summer two thousand and twenty, dude. We're gonna hit a million in the summer of two thousand twenty-two. I the think fuck part, out of here. I think part of this is set set up for spin, right? Yeah, right. You're setting up knowing that in the future you can spin it. Oh my God! Ten million people are gonna die if this doesn't happen. Then you do it. Ten million people don't die, <laughs> right? And you're like, "Hey, look, dude! Ten million people didn't die. It worked, right? Right? We can fight about why all day, but the important thing is, is that the made-up number that we threw out of a hat in the beginning of this <laughs> did not happen. Yeah. That's what, I mean, it's craziness, dude. It's fucking nuts." It's absolute craziness, and we're actually going to get into it in the next hour here. We're hitting that end of the hour, so we're going to have to change over. And yeah, I think uh, we got to wait till uh, it kicks you off because it'll kick you off if we start. Again. I was going to say that, Mike. Yeah. I noticed that last time. Yeah. Oh, really? I was just going to restart a new, whole new live session. No, because remember last time we started a new one, but then like six minutes in, it kicked us off. Oh, that I, just... I think my internet was all messed up because the next day they came in and. Uh, they like reset all our neighborhood internet crap. Yeah, I'm wondering if Mike's right though. If there's like an actual, if it's running a timer and you didn't run it out yet. Interesting. You know what I mean? Because it's like two o five. Right. You didn't reset it. You didn't reset. It's like some kind of timer they got running. Out. If all you're listening, you're getting a behind the scenes. Uh... <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to, you know, you can fill it with a bunch of un uninteresting shit like our lives. We can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just some time. You'd like well we didn't finish the last part of what i uh of our go woke park mike with the rock which is um i just have to gloat a little here which is uh nick cage now reigns supreme no yeah not, dude there's no way nick cage is the best is the he's best. the greatest actor of all time dude, there's no way he's the greatest time, actor dude. of all time dude. Oh. There's no way oh, 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 there's oh. no way dude. greatest actor of all time According to Roger Ebert, he's the greatest. Name me three hits. What? Oh, Nick Cage? In what year? Yeah. <laughs> Any year. <laughs> oh, God. Three hits. Leaving Las Vegas? Is that? that that's, yeah, you, oh, that's a hit. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. considered a hit. Um, I'll give you that one. Yeah, that, that's definitely a hit. Um, Con Air? A, uh, Con Air would be considered. Dude, get the fuck hit. out of here. Okay, I, 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 meant, I meant where he's like a good actor. That proves he's, he's a, a good dude, actor. Dude, he's, he's terrible in Con Air. He's what got, the fuck is that? Dude, he's what is that? Okay, one, what is the, the one? What the, the fuck is that accent? <laughs> Two, you're a you're a ranger. I'm a ranger. Home on leave. It, like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, so Such good, a, dude. So stupid. Superstar. Superstar. So stupid. So stupid. 
It's why a did you, star-studded the, lineup, man. Why did you put the bunny back in the box? Oh, get the fuck <laughs> out of here, dude. Go fuck yourself, best actor. Yes. Next movie. I'm not counting it. I'm not counting it. Next movie. The Rock. I'll give you like, leave, wait, wait, Leaving wait, Las Vegas, good make, actor. I'll get great acting. I, I'll give it to can you. Can I make a Con Air argument real quick? Yes. Yeah. Just, just we, We've all seen, you know, Tropic Thunder. With the, full re- with the full retard thing. Right, yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, and I would like you to go back and find a serious actor, serious actor, that took on a mullet role. <laughs> I would, I would, I would, in the uh, script. Patrick Swayze. Oh, dude. No, oh, dude. wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah, wow. Well, okay. Next. We'll, we'll find. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, fine, fine. Uh, he, he, he went full mullet. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, Not many people. Do that. Wow. No, no, I'll, I'll agree. There's very few. Very okay. few. Very. Few. I think it's just Swayze. those two. It no, puts him about, in Swayze uh, territory, dude. It puts him in Swayze territory. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But come on, that movie was terrible. It was terrible. Con Air. Mullet. No, it was a good movie. Great movie, but terrible acting. If anything, Con Air. <laughs> if anything, Con Air goes into the category of. Um, <laughs> John Malkovich carrying the movie. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. it's not a bad yeah, movie if bad. John Malkovich is in it. Come on, man. No, that's what I'm saying. He carried that movie, so. No, dude, that was pretty bad. Was... I love so, Conair. I think The Rock is fantastic. Another Nick Cage oh, classic. Oh, get the movie. fuck out of here! I'm so erratic. Movie. I don't even know. Am I gonna have to fly under that flame? Oh my god! Let me roll. <laughs> oh my god! This is so. This is so intense. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm Nick Cage. Oh my god! Like, good dude, such a bad actor. He says, "All right, I'll give it to you." Fuck. He says, "He says he like opens his mouth a lot." He, it's so movie. bad. It's so yeah. like, dude, it's so bad acting. Like that's what it I mean. Just hangs me, open. I, like just that's what I'm saying. Open. You can't give me three good movies because yeah, again, Sean Connery is great. Great. Uh, <laughs> you know, wait, give me wait, three wait, movies wait, that wait, show wait, me. Wait. Give me three the movies rock. that show me Nick Cage is a great actor. You know what the I rock, mean? The Rock. The Rock should count twice, just because it's really good. Just give it's him that. not good at all, dude. His acting uh, is terrible. His acting is so bad, dude. His acting almost ruins the movie. That's no, get, get out, out of here. here. Get out of yeah, here. Wait, it's wait, great, wait, Nick Mike. Cage. Yeah, he, you know what? <laughs> I gotta um, say, man, I, I, for our time, and I hate to say it to him because I really don't really like the guy. You talk- Leonardo Di- Leonardo DiCaprio is probably the best actor. Oh, we're talking about real here. If we're talking about real. Oh, yeah. I agree with you 100%. DiCaprio. It's probably because if you look at like the range, just, I mean, just DiCaprio. I he mean, like brings you in with, you know. Yeah, I just, you know. You talk about like know. you go from, you go from like, uh, what's that one where he's the, he's the dirty cop in Boston? Uh, yeah, he gets you in all the way, man. Yeah, yeah. Then the departed. Yeah, the departed. And then it. he even went full gay with like the whole Titanic thing in the beginning. You know what I mean? Like he's at such a range of like, you call that full gay? Even went full gay. You know, it was the full gay. The movie about that ship that fucking sank. He's not talking about Brokeback Mountain here. He's talking Titanic. <laughs> yeah, right. No, they, like, yeah, he's like putting him in the same category. <laughs> I just said he played. You know. Yeah, I know. I get it. But the like, guy was borderline gay the way he was drawing and everything. You know what I'm saying? He, he got fun, fucking. Yeah. You got McGuire and and Ledger like literally tonguing each other. <laughs> I mean, that's different. <laughs> It's a little that's different. That's it's a little the different. same ballpark. It's the same ballpark. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm same all sport. in on the Nick Cage. Dude, he did the movie Bangkok Dangerous. 
Come on now. I've never seen that. Nobody has. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody saw it. That's the best Wait, part. Go go watch the movie next and tell me Bill K, uh, Nick Cage is the is the best actor. It's the worst acting yeah, I've I ever seen, seen in my life. Yeah, I know. He's at least amusing to me. I, I actually like I like making gifts with him more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Cage, man. He's like. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just fun because his face is just fun. Face off. Face off. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. I'll give you that one. That was a... Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I can't remember if I like Well, I can't even give... I can't even... Okay, I can't really... I can't really give an honest opinion about that one because I saw it when I was like five, so... Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't really remember any of it. All right, so... You know, you know what I would love, though, for anybody <laughs> listening to go on Twitter or whatever, and argue with me that there's a better <laughs> year for movies than 1997. That was the best That's the movie. year Con Air and Face Off both came out, dude. No, dude, I think it's like, I think it's like Jurassic oh. Park, The Shawshank yes. Redemption. It was no, the it's year like the, Nick Cage, It's either 96 man. or, dude, 96 or 97. Those are like the two greatest years of movies. I think it was 1994, actually, when Jurassic no. Park came out. Green Mile came out right Yeah, then. dude. No, it was, yeah, it was, dude, no. I remember it was like, uh, because somebody was telling me, I forgot what movie they said. It was like somebody didn't win an Oscar, and it was because it went to the Shawshank Redemption. And you're like, mm. well, yeah, okay. It was, it was like yeah, right. so many movies because you had like Spielberg was coming out with shit. Uh, I, 1993 was Jurassic Park, The Fugitive, The Firm. I don't know if that was. Uh, I feel like that was huge yeah, the then, fugitive, but bro, The yeah, Fugitive, good so good, dude. The Fugitive is, whew. Dude, yeah. he's not in it, but I don't know why it made me think. Kevin Costner is a way better actor than Nick Cage. You've been on this Kevin like, Costner train like for a while now. Age. I don't know about. I, I mean, I can't. I, I can't. Because I watched, I watched Seriously. The Postman the other day. And that's your that's your reference for that's how better good than he Nick is? Cage, dude. Get Come out! On. Get Great out movie. Here. Great movie. Like Postman. The Postman. <laughs> the Postman marked the end of Kevin Costner's career. Everybody knows that we're hitting the end of the show. We're going to come back at you. Thanks for listening. We'll be back.